0: Hey, this is Chris Lockwood, and you're listening to The Chris Lockwood Podcast. Welcome back to The Chris Lockwood Podcast, the greatest show on earth that very few have heard of, sadly, but we're going to change that. Look, why do I do this? Let's just get into it. I had 12 listens last week on my podcast, I'll just be honest with you. And, you know, I'm still in the beginning stages. I'm not really doing any marketing whatsoever. Uh, I've not been doing um, my one-on-one conversations, which I'm going to get back into, and I think that those have some more of an appeal because there's a lot of different people that have different perspectives, and um, it's good to talk to those people, and I think it's probably more entertaining, for lack of a better word. But I do this because in a day and age where everybody seems to be giving God the finger and tearing one another apart, I think this world needs more content that builds up and points people to hope. I do this for those who say I'm not interested in going to church, those who say I'm not very religious, for those who call themselves Christians, and the non-Christian who wonder if they're alone in this world, uh, alone in the struggle. This podcast is my way of saying Absolutely not. You are not alone. We're all in the thick of it. If we have one thing in common, it's how very human we are. We are 100% cloaked in this earth suit, equipped with weird, unexplainable miracles, like how our eyes work, our hearts beat, our brains signal the hands and feet to move accordingly, breathing, blinking, farting, thinking, dreaming, running, hoping. We're human to the nth degree, and we're all striving to win when at life, in our family's career, aspiring, dreaming, setting goals, and along the way we just struggle. Life is hard, no question, but it doesn't have to be defeating. It can be incredibly hopeful in the midst of the pain and heartache. That's what this podcast is all about. Simply put, it's my pursuit of bringing help and hope to you through content and conversation that's less of a cold, stifled religious experience and more about breathing life into the soul. That being said, I know what you're thinking. Chris, how can it not be religious when you talk so much about God? And my answer is because God didn't create religion. He created man. It was man. It was me and you, you and I, whatever that create religion, and the further people got and continued to get away from God, the more religious we become. Moving further away from the fulfilled life God extends to us, while compensating that turning away through self-absorbed pursuits that give us some sense of security and stability. However, the closer we get to God, the more whole or complete we become, not because of what we do, but because of who God is and what He does in us. However, somewhere along the way, religion has been introduced and it confuses what God's all about, And that many people, some corrupt, some even probably well-meaning, exchange a life of love for God and his people, for lifeless traditions that are more about the traditions than God himself. On a more applicable note, the real conversation is that you and I worship something or someone, no getting around it. The question is what or who. Think about what you obsess over is it your career money power health your reputation who you see in the mirror your kids spouse sports music earth or is it god see you, you don't have to be in church you don't have to be in a church building to be so-called religious we're all worshiping something and the weird thing about religion it's in a way becomes something of a four-letter word, and it's really not. It becomes something unhealthy, though, when we structure and systematize our life in such a way that God no longer becomes the focus of our adoration. He's replaced. And we more or less just pride ourselves in our pompous implementation of doing things the way we want to do them. And it becomes more about us than anything. God is neither here nor there. So when people in America say, I'm not a very religious person, they're more often than not glib and ignorant of the fact that the idol in their lives proves otherwise. The thing about God is that he's out of our control, right? So worshiping God requires far more faith and less religious activity like accomplishing, conquering, succeeding, planning. Those things rest in our ability to control and manipulate. They rest in something more tangible and believable, because we can feel, taste, touch, and see it all. It sounds good, it even sounds appealing at times, but it's still a slippery slope. So again, those of us who say that we're not religious, church or no church, are probably more religious than we realize. Sure, it might look sexier, with designer clothes, Instagram filtered photos, coffee buzzes, wine parties, blogs, books, trending Twitter feeds... But at the end of the day, it's still some sort of a religion. Just because it doesn't look like how you and I have traditionally viewed religion doesn't mean it's not religion. So the point is, today you and I, we will worship something. So I ask you, what will your focus of worship be? Will it be you, God, a loved one, your career? The thing about God is that you can have... And be all that your heart desires. But those things don't have to control you. They don't have to make or break you. And though we struggle throughout our time on earth, we have hope through it all because we're not influenced or sidetracked by every whim that may come our way. We're alive. We're living. Not bound by performance but resting and pursuing a hope beyond whether or not we win or lose on a day-to-day basis. And no, I'm absolutely not encouraging mediocrity. Don't hear that. It's just a question of what controls us. If my or your hope is in what we are, have, and do, then we will no doubt be tossed to and fro with every which way the wind blows. You see, our natural tendency is to play the role of God in our own lives. But you and I both know that we have good days and bad days, Good weeks and bad weeks, even good years and bad years, right? The thing about trusting in God is that regardless of the arena you may be in, be it relationally, professionally, spiritually, He remains a constant, immovable force, a foundation on which uh, we can build trust, regardless of the difficulties that may come our way. If we're trusting in our own power and genius, even the most disciplined, successful people can be defenseless to their own hearts' deceptiveness, be it fear, depression, pride, whatever. We're all human, regardless of how exalted or humbled we are at the moment. Therefore, we are a poor reservoir to pour all of our confidence into. We need something other, something that comes into our nature and changes it, something more promising. If it's us, it's more the one-step-forward, two-steps-back game. We feel like we're getting somewhere, but in the long haul, we're just going backwards. So, uh, I want to encourage you today to feed your soul. Feed it with that which satisfies. Something bigger than what you have to offer yourself, which is really nothing. You and I know we're not perfect. Sure, we need to strive for perfection, but don't be ruled by it. Rather, turn to Him who is perfect. Walk away from the busyness of religion that's ultimately nothing but a smokescreen of what's really lacking on the inside. And start living. If it sounds crazy, I I totally get it. But what's crazier is the fact that we still, after all this time, struggle to learn the lesson that the trek for the best version of ourselves will never be over as long as we're in the driver's seat. It's a great tagline, but it's a fruitless pursuit. Rather, accept the flaws. Maybe even laugh at them every once in a while. Encourage one another and embrace what is hopeful. Is God confusing? Yes. (laughs) Yes, probably more often than not. But that's only due to the fact that we don't play on the same field, nor the same terms as He does. He's God. That's a hard thing to comprehend, I know. But don't let it turn you off. Rather, let it put a fire in you to lean in and understand. Religion, honestly, has never gotten us anywhere, at least nowhere positive. Uh, God, on the other hand, has. But in our religiosity, if that's a word, we tend to take for granted all the good that God offers to us and spend the rest of our lives trying to do it a better way, as if there is a better way. And in religion, there's always that pressure of living up to an image that says, I've got this, I'm good, don't worry about me. And the truth is, it's all self-inflicted. So let it go relax. God doesn't want that for you. He's got plans for you. And your dreams, your hopes, your desires, they are all valid. God's not interested in burdening you with a joyless, boring, predictable, pathetic, dead life. That, my friend, is called religion. And God is not religion. God is love. Thanks for listening. Be blessed.